0: Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host as always, the don't-know-what-I'm-doing-today, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out And this is the show where I empty out my brain and tell you what I'm doing and what the hell's going on with me. And I make fun of somebody from the news because I'm a dick. And I can tell you about a podcast that I think you need to check out, that you need to listen to, because I'm not always a dick. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to me today. Before I jump into all of my randomly randomness and the head dumping outedness, yeah, words, I need to thank some awesome people, my two new Patreon supporters, and I absolutely missed it last week because if you know anything about last week's show, it was not supposed to actually exist. So, <laughs> but... Thank you so much to my newest Patreons, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts and Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head. You guys are awesome. These are the first like real Patreon supporters I've ever had. And And I know I don't mention the thing. I really don't. But it's out there. If you are so inclined to support this show monetarily, then you can go to patreon.com/odddadout and sign up and support the show cuz you're awesome like that and crazy enough i didn't plan on doing this but i did actually drop my first and i don't know to what level only up to this point piece of bonus content for uh patrons because i've I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I've talked before about musical skill or whatever the there's sometimes where I've, I've, I, I sing in the car, but I also grew up singing and, you know, church and things like that. And I've, I've been told I have a rather, I have a wide vocal range. Let me just put it that way. Well, there's a, a particular song that I've, I've essentially mastered. And I've dropped it in as a patron-only bit of bonus content. So if you want to hear it, you got to sign up. (laughs) Or if you don't want to pay to hear my uh, sorry excuse for singing, go ahead. That's up to you. But thank you to Heather and to Lisa and Sam. You guys are awesome. Okay, I didn't mean for the start of the show to kind of—it was meant to be. Thanks to them, that started kind of becoming commercial. Anyway, <laughs> how are you doing? It's—it's it's interesting. I'm. Remember last week, and I mentioned I was exploring. I'm trying out different programs, and this week I'm trying out a different program, and it actually kind of plays into the whole music thing. Is a while back, and I think I might have mentioned there's a program called Cakewalk. And it's actually a music creation software, and like most recording software, is actually designed for music. But I've been experimenting with it, and I experimented with it in producing that the song, the recording that I had, and making it sound uh, listenable. And so that's what I'm recording on today. And I've got all these new things, and I'm and I'm playing with with stuff, and I want to see how it actually comes out because I've never been really deep into how to use the different things in audio processing and audio recording. And like I said before, I was I've been using one program for so long. I've needed to learn new things as an editor. And in my work as an editor, I'm having to learn new programs and I'm having to learn how plugins work and how to do different things. And so it's been an interesting sort of journey for me, but I'm trying this one out this week and I'm hoping that it kind of works well, if for no other reason than little things like noise reduction, cutting out the background noise, cutting out the sound of the air conditioner kicking on or potentially the planes flying overhead, or maybe if the dog barks, I can cut these things out ahead of time, that it's, that it's pre done for me. So I don't have to worry about these things. And so I'm hoping that works. So here's hoping, here's hoping that you hear this, <laughs> but yeah, it it, I've, I was honestly, this is another one of those weeks where I was kind of struggling because I didn't know what to talk about and not that I ever really do. I just kind of, you know, open up the can opener to my head and dump and, that was kind of gross sorry and and just kind of and, and empty out whatever's going through my head and and in in free warning this is not another all day rambling session like last week I actually have my segments prepared this week it's awesome all right I'm back in form I'm getting back to to the routine I've just I've just been so busy with other stuff and frying my brain I'm trying to get ahead of the curve and stuff so yes I do have a jackass. And yes, I do have a recommended listening segment. Let's get that out of the way. But of course I do all the rambly shit at the beginning of the show. You're welcome. <laughs> you have to listen to however long of me being stupid before we ever get to the the good part where I, I talk about other people. Sorry. Or not sorry. I don't know. Some of y'all. Uh, enough of you listen to my rambling. Enough people when I asked, "Should I release this episode of me just rambling like an idiot?" Enough people actually said, "Yeah, of course, yeah, why not? What's the difference?" Paul uh, <laughs> or John uh, <laughs> and straight up called me out and said, "What's the difference from any other show?" Fair enough. So, I, I released it as you may have heard. But it it's a case of like I said, I I don't know what that I'm I don't necessarily know what I'm doing all the time. And I don't necessarily know what is going to come out of my mouth when I start talking. And sometimes I think all weekends, like, yeah, I want to talk about this thing. And I've had a thought, like, before the Sunshine Summit, I, I was having a conversation with Heather. And it was kind of funny because, you know, the internet is full of trolls. And... Generally speaking, most trolls, it's not that they're malicious, but they're dicks. And they're they're dicks because they want to see the reaction. They want to piss people off. That is basically the MO of internet trolls. Is they're going to sit there and poke the bear or stir up some some shit just to see the shit. Just to see it go fucking crazy. I, on the other hand, realized... I'm, I'm kind of a friendly troll. <laughs> I, I will sit there and give my friends shit and I will sit there and, and, and give somebody a hard time not to piss them off, but more just to get the this, this stupid laugh. Like I'm going to, and I, I've said before, I'm going to make the dead mom joke to my friend who mom died when he was a baby, not because I'm a dick, but because we both laugh at it. And I've said before if he didn't laugh at that stuff, I wouldn't make those jokes because then I'd be I'd just be a dick. But it's it's funny that <laughs> I I will make a a cancer joke to Perry Johnson from Hello Life and Pod stuff. And sidebar They actually just did a Facebook live yesterday. I guess I should say Monday because, hey, I'm doing that whole, I'm recording early thing that I talked about last week. I'm actually doing that right now, but you know, pull back the curtain, but um, they just did a Facebook live kind of updating people on things and the pod stuff isn't going away and hello life isn't necessarily going away and they just dropped a new, they just recorded a new hello life and things like that. I was like cool. You know, I, I I had little expectation of anything coming from them until a point where Perry was stable, you could say. And so it was really cool to be there in the group and watch them do that and just kind of see you know as I, I've I've titled enough episodes where I was gone for a long time before saying I'm not dead. And there's was we're, we're not Going anywhere, I believe is what they put it like. Yeah, I'm not going to make a I'm not dead yet joke because that's a little fucked up for a guy with cancer. But it was it was really cool to see that they were back. And, you know, those hardcore of us who seem to just have the time during the day (laughs) to to jump on those things like like Paul from Varmints and, and epic film guy, Nick, we were all there in the chat doing what we do and, and showing our love for Lindsay and Perry and cracking jokes. And, and, you know, i I've always said whenever I do comments, whenever I, I'm in a chat with like a live show, like when they do their, their live stuff or just about every week when I'm in the live chat for Gareth's random ramblings, that is, I, I just want to sit there and make them laugh. That is my goal. So I, that's what I do for them. And I've, I've always said before that when it comes to people that I care about and that they are going through a hard time, my MO is to make people laugh. I, I am, I'm patch Adams of the desert. (laughs) So I, I I'm the clown. I'm, I'm the clown that will sit there and crack a joke that I'm and I'm going to probably go for the dark joke because that's just kind of who I am. But it's funny to me that that's what happens. I go for the dark joke, but you get the laugh. And when you get the laugh, it's worth it. And I just yeah, I'm I'm a friendly troll. I will sit there and and give my friends shit and and crack jokes and harp on them if for no other reason than to bring them out of something. And it's it's even more important to me to be the friendly troll when my friends are going through something, when somebody's having a hard time. and And it's kind of funny because thinking about when my friends are having a hard time and when I'm sitting there playing the friendly troll clown, trying to make them laugh, trying to help them feel better and and all of those things that doesn't work at home that works with work friends that works with podcaster friends that doesn't work at home. And it's kind of, you know, when my wife is going through something, if she's got something going at work or she's got something going with her family or even mine, because i just say it, both of our dads are old and not in the best of shape. They're not in the best health, and it's entirely reasonable at any given time that my dad or her or my mom even or her dad that something could happen that we could get a call that we need to get back to Texas and like something's wrong with dad that's a possibility for both of us you know my dad is pushing seventy and He's not, never been in the best of health. My uh, father-in-law is not in the best of health and things like this are a reality, but I can't be the, the friendly troll that, that cracks jokes with my wife. And suddenly I have to switch gears entirely. And that's, that's actually become harder for me. And when I was younger, I was, I was the little psychotherapist. Everybody came to me to kind of talk about whatever the hell's going on. What's what is in their head? What do they have, you know, they're dealing with something. They just need somebody to talk to. And I've always been that person. I still for anybody that needs it, I'm I'm that person. And if you are out there and you need somebody to talk to, I'm here. You can absolutely reach out to me on on the Facebook or the Twitter or the whatever. And if you just need somebody to talk to and get out the whatever the hell is in your head, I'll, I'll be your Fraser Crane. I'm listening. I realize that there's a lot of people out there who may not have gotten that reference, but come on, the show won like 11 Emmys. You've, you've got to figured it out, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's weird. The the two sides of the Adam psychotherapist coin is I'm either going to sit there and just listen and let you get out what you need to get out and maybe help you get through it, or I'm going to crack jokes until you laugh your way out of being bummed. Yay! Unlicensed psychotherapy. <laughs> you know what's funny? Not what I had any clue I was going into. I, all I've had in my head all week was this idea that I'm a friendly troll. And this is what happens. you're welcome, but <laughs> I'm actually on a pretty tight show this week, and in part because editing stuff in part because work in part because we're actually we actually have plans this week. Uh, my wife and I actually are going to a concert on Wednesday, which is why I'm actually recording early because there's no way in hell I'd be able to get any of this done on Wednesday when we actually have plans but All that said and done, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to take a little break, play you some podcast promos. I don't have them picked out yet. (laughs) We'll just find out together. And I will be right back with this week's recommended listening feature, The Rough Giraffe Podcast. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, Maybe I should see what this Arkham Asylum game is all about. Have been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage because you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode takes a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to the source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how these games work, or know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com, the Brain Trust Network, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
1: It's a mom. hello ma'am and a daughter Hello Stacey Just telling it like they think they oughta I'd love to meet a pirate Ruff Giraffe <laughs> rough Giraffe the melodic sound of the flute They'll make you pay your pants when you laugh Wet and maggotsy Funny chat Comedy bronze Sketchy facts Dog monk And advice from a very wonky cat Kipper ah. Ruff Giraffe Sometimes sober Ruff Giraffe Cheese maggots On Podbean
0: and Apple Podcasts recommended listening.
1: You know the thing about cat penises. I don't know anything about cat penises. Kipper tell us about cat penises. Oh my God <coughs> Oh, he does all it. Cat penises have barbs on them. Do they? Like fishing hooks? Yes, so when the cats go in, uh, they have these barbs so they can't pull out. Is this when they go through the cat flap? Yeah, so when they go through the cat flap, they can't back up Yeah. because the barbs stop them from backing up until they've done what they need to do. That's why female cats call out so much when they're having relations. I always thought they were just straight to each other, having a bit of a natter. <laughs> What's he doing now? You all right, Brenda? Oh, Is it going to be another 15 minutes yet, Con? 15 minutes, you wish. Uh, Go and get some whiskers on and some of that catkin's milk. I'll be with (laughs) you. I did see a video of some cats mating the other day, right? And the female cat did look like she was just trying to get on with her day, but couldn't. Was she like a a keyboard? (laughs) 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 No, she was just walking down the high street trying to get some shopping done with the other cat attached to her. With the other cat attached, biting her neck and with his barbs out.
0: (laughs) Rough Giraffe Podcast with Stacy and Mom and Kippa the wonky cat. And I'm gonna abandon that accent because it's offensive at this point. <laughs> but I will say, when it comes to listening to Rough Giraffe, if you cannot listen through a thick English accent, you're boned. You're thoroughly boned. <laughs> Just getting that out of the way. Because. More mum than Stacy but she's a little bit difficult to listen to if you don't have that accent filter in your brain. Some people have a hard time with accents. Again, I'm I'm not one of them. I mean, I listen to Sans Pants Radio, and you can't listen to Sans Pants without going through thick accents. All that aside, I have heard of Rough Giraffe for quite a while now. And it's one of those shows where I'm like I, I don't get it why am I, I I just was not attracted to the show and it actually had less to do with them than just like I didn't I guess you could say this show is a myself as a bad example I didn't know what the show was about I thought it was an animal show or thing <laughs> for that matter varmints would also make it a bad example because it's an animal show that I didn't think I was going to be into, and now it's a regular must-listen for me and my boys. On the other hand, Rough Giraffe, not actually an animal show. It's actually more of a history trivia comedy show. So, if you do, (laughs) if you took Varmints and the story behind and threw in poo humor, (laughs) or any kind of humor, not the they aren't funny, but turned up the English dry humor to 11, you get rough giraffe. And I've been listening to it for a few weeks now, and I've gone back and listened to a couple episodes. And so far I have learned a great deal about penises, uh, belly buttons, nipples, brains, and and <laughs> I'm learning a lot about anatomy <laughs> and, it's, and looking at some of the past episodes I'm like there's there's animal stuff, there's more body stuff. And it's just kind of funny. <laughs> like they can do a show about just about anything because they're basically just, it's unfiltered presentation of facts in a really funny ass way. And it's, I think it's funny that, that mom is much more, uh, prash, I guess maybe the word, <laughs> much less filtered and it's really she will say it's like emily pro cop on hate to wait versus when she's doing the story behind hate to wait emily is the one that does all the swearing versus story behind is completely clean stacy for the most part keeps it clean she'll make a dirty joke here and there but mostly she's just reacting to her mom uh, usually you know not to say old lady making Dirty jokes. And it's really funny because it's. If I were to make a dirty joke, not that I don't, but if I were to make a dirty joke, it doesn't have the impact as if I were 80. If I were an 80, it, it, isn't it funnier when you see a geriatric person, you see an old person making a dirty joke that you would punch a 20 year old for? And it's hilarious. And I it, it's it's not that it's off-putting but it throws you off and it's all that much more hilarious. I guess comedy is in the making you feel uncomfortable a little bit. And you're like, "Should I be laughing at this?" It's like, "Yeah, it's funny." But it's even funnier because it came from the mom not Stacy or you know the just you get it. As soon as I started listening to this show, I was hooked. And I've said that about a lot of shows. But again, this was something I wasn't sure about. I wasn't interested in really. But the name kept coming up. It kept coming up and from so many other shows. I believe, I I can't even remember where I first heard an interview. I think it was on the pod stuff. Now I'm thinking back. I think it was on the pod stuff where Stacy was on there and i was like this is actually not what i thought this show was going to be i still had no clue really and i believe uh Stacy is actually a, she's a doctor but i believe she's a urologist and i could be totally wrong and f- forgive me if i get it wrong but yeah it's it's just really funny just when you think of somebody who's a medical doctor in any way shape or form you don't think about them necessarily being funny you think of your doctors being of, of doctors in a general sense being a little more stick in the mud. And then you think she's an English doctor. Absolutely got to be a stick in the mud, right? Nope. They're, <laughs> they're, they're corny and cheesy and, and goofball, but you learn shit. But this is a show where you learn shit from them and you don't even realize you're learning shit because you're laughing your ass off the whole time. And then there's the segments with the cat, (laughs) where people are sending the cat questions. And I'm usually kicking my cats out of the room. I I have a very large uh, cow-patterned Dalmatian sitting next to me, but he's kind of a bump on a log right now, aren't you, Emmett? Yep, he's asleep. Anyway, (laughs) but... They have a whole segment where people will send in questions to the cat. Yeah. (laughs) What's not to love about this? And then the cat. Responses that are, you know, expertly interpreted. (laughs) It's it is both history, fact, silliness, comedy, gold. And it's absolutely, you have to check out Rough Giraffe. It's just, (laughs) I am ashamed that I have not been listening to it longer. I really am. I need to go back and and catch up on more. So do that. Go to roughgiraffe.podbean.com. Check out the Rough Giraffe podcast because it's awesome. And you're awesome. Awesome for listening to me so you're even more awesome if you listen to them because they're way more awesome than me <laughs> but now it is time for the part of the show that you have all been waiting for it's time for the jackass of the week all right i told you i had of everything i did it this time <laughs> Detroit police accidentally tried to arrest each other in a failed drug bust. Big air quotes there. Two Detroit area police precincts became caught up in a violent yet hilarious case of mistaken identity and miscommunication. When officers from Detroit's 12th precinct set up a sting operation posing as drug dealers, the last thing they expected to happen was that the drug buyers that arrived would be undercover officers from the 11th precinct doing a similar operation. (laughs) So when more officers from the 11th precinct showed up to serve the search warrant, it just turned into an all-out brawl between the two sets of officers, and now there's lots of investigations going on. (laughs) Communication is key here, people. You both work in the same city. You are both... S- sets of police officers from the same city you're i'm going to assume you're the 11th and 12th precincts you're right next to each other i don't know how they didn't know each other and that was a, a key point in the story that the officers none of the officers involved knew each other and i understand you You know you're you were in the 12th precinct you're in the 11th precinct and maybe you, like, you don't necessarily interact a lot but somewhere you're all cops in the same city you've got to have bumped into each other somewhere and you're theoretically in neighboring precincts. Don't you step on each other's toes now and then? But the biggest issue is just the sheer fact that that nobody was communicating with each other, that literally two neighboring precincts who obviously, if they were in the same area to have interacted in this fashion, have at least to a certain degree, some overlapping territory that they... They didn't have any sort of communication between anybody like, hey, we are operating here. We're doing this thing. If you see two drug dealers over here in this area at this time, that's us. <laughs> no communication like that. So what happens? Fist fight. <laughs> like, oh, we're posing as drug buyers. Uh, How about you guys do Tuesday, Thursday? We do Monday, Wednesday. Deal? Deal? No. None of that. No communication whatsoever between officers in the same city. That's a problem. And what's worse is this has happened before. Because this happened back in, let me check the year. Actually, back in 1986, two Detroit police officers died under this exact same situation. I mean... Yes, this was 30 years ago, but don't you think by now they would have learned to communicate maybe with each other? I mean, seriously, you got one of y'all is being drug buyers. Somebody else is being drug dealers. You got to You at least have to notify the other precincts. Hey, we are doing this thing just in case. Somebody happens to stroll by and see you. I mean, not even the whole issue of undercover cops and undercover cops, but what if there's just a beat cop that strolls by and sees somebody that's acting like a drug dealer and they see a transaction go down or whatever and they try to arrest them? That's, that's a possibility. So maybe you should communicate more, Detroit. Saying, you've already had a fucking fist fight, and you've had two officers die in the past over lack of communication in your police force. So, uh, whoever the hell is in charge of these operations in Detroit, and the officers involved for nobody just fucking whipping out their badges, dumbasses, seriously, that probably would have solved all of the fights. A bunch of assholes pull out their fucking badges. Dumbasses. You all, all of you, Detroit police dumbasses, are the jackass of the week. Okay, that is going to do it for me for this week. Thank you again to Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts and Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head for your patronage because you guys are awesome remember you can get all of the show notes links to past episodes links to the news story about these dumbass cops and of course the full recommended listening category big listing panel there is there at odddadpodcast.com. you can connect with me at Out on the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram or just email me show at odddatapodcast.com so many ways to reach me if you are so inclined you can leave me a review i prefer on the facebook page because i see it faster or in apple podcast or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts i imagine next week i might be talking about the concert i don't know we'll see what else happens <laughs> but until then i am still adam higgins the odd dad out